This episode of the Music Stuff Show is brought to you by Dupe Loops, your weekly curated drum loop library. If you're writing music, building tracks, or programming beats, dupeloops.com is the place to start. They deliver 10 new drum loops directly to your inbox every Monday, so you can spend less time searching for the right sounds and more time making music. Each loop is always available in stereo and multi-track formats, always fresh, and they are never recycled. And for a limited time, they are offering a 7-day free trial period with every plan. So visit dupeloops.com, that's D-U-P-E-L-O-O-P-S.com, and start your free trial today to receive 10 new multi-track drum loops per week, every week. On this episode of the Music Stuff Show, we take a look at the importance of self-examination. We get into the specifics of self-awareness and how that can play into some very important factors of your career. Please enjoy this episode of the Music Stuff Show. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. Welcome to the Music Stuff Show, where we break down the business of music to help you build a career doing what you love. I'm Tom, and Vance is here too. Hello! (laughs) Hello! (laughs) How you doing, man? So good. So good. So good. So good. So good. So good. So. (laughs) Remember that video? No. I think it was, uh, I remember he said so good. What did he say? Uh, but it was the the auto, it was like one of the first uh, uh, bad lip reading auto tune videos. They climbing in your windows, they snatching your people up. <laughs> you don't remember that? <laughs> no. well, well, we're going to have to link to that in the show notes. Speaking of weird videos that have nothing to do with our show, I really only want to bring this up so I have a reason to put it in the show notes. Okay. Did you ever see the cat massage video? Mm-mm. Yep, going to put that one there, too. Oh, God. A lot of Easter eggs this week. <laughs> We're going off the rails on this show. Eventually, mm-hmm. it's just going to be a review of cat videos. Man, we would probably skyrocket and We listens. probably would. <laughs> Time to pivot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You got a fact today? I do. Oh, man. Hit me with it. I need it. Did you know? Tom Dupree 3 is the newest touring drummer of Tonic. Oh, my God. (laughs) Lordy, lordy. I just wanted the people to know, man. Yeah. And by the time this comes out, it's public knowledge. Give it up for Tom, people. Yay. Hitting the road. Hitting the road again, man. It's going to be great. Head back out. Going to do some uh, some drum zings on stages. Listen, brag about it for a second. Don't be that guy. Nah. I I brought it out. Nah. Flex on him. Nah. That's not my style. Guys, Tom's about to crush it. The oh, 90s vibes style. are so real. It's going to be so <laughs> lit coming to a city near you. I tell you what, man, it it is cool though to uh to be in a band again, period, cuz I haven't been in a band in a few years. It's just nice to like have that to look forward to, to like get to be on stage and do the thing. Um but it's even doubly cool because it's music that I really genuinely like and have been a fan of for a long time. Yeah, dude. Like, it's not like I didn't – first of all, I like the music, period, and I have played music that I don't like. And while that's still playing music for a living, it's not nearly as fulfilling. It's like uh, if I grew up as a Red Sox fan and I got drafted by the Yankees, it's like, yeah, I'm still playing baseball, but mm. I hate this. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so it's Which cool. I think is a great example, just as a tangent, because yeah. I feel like it's hard to explain that to people. Yeah. That I'm going to save that for later. 
I think the sports analogy helps. Yeah. For people outside of music that are like, what do you mean? What's the problem? You're playing music. That's what you love to do, yeah. right? So, well, yes, I am. And I do. But I also hate it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's cool for that not to be a thing. And and secondly, it's it's cool that like, so yes, I like the music, but I'm also a fan of the music beforehand. Like, I've gotten calls from bands before where I hear the music for the first time. I'm like, man, this is really cool. You know, they haven't done anything huge yet, and that's cool. I can be a part of this, and I'm a fan of the music, but I don't, I didn't know the music previously. But this time around, I'm like, oh, I, did, I know all these songs. This is great. You know, like Love it. getting to listen to, or like, you know, I get the set list, and I'm like, dude, I know a bunch of this. Like, mm-hmm. I could go in and play right now and probably be fine. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't nail everything, but I would like know enough yeah. to just have that knowledge going in when it's cool. So. Yes, sir. And the most important thing is I like everybody. Yeah. Which is like at the end of the day, that's the thing that matters the most is like, do you get along the people with the people you are stuck in this metal tube with for 23 hours a day? I'll stop putting you on blast now. I just wanted the people to know. I Appreciate was excited it. for you. I <laughs> Thanks, thought they man. should be excited for you. Well, thank you. Um, so what are we talking about today? Man, what are we talking about? <laughs> well, I was sh- busy thinking about <laughs> your life. <laughs> the show title is Check Yourself Before You Wreck Yourself. But basically we're talking about learning to audit yourself or taking the time to audit yourself. Yes, that is exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. What does that even mean, Tom? What What is auditing yourself? Um. Well, we touched on this. Actually, I wouldn't say we touched on it. I'd say we probably gave it a pretty big bear hug on um, the episode uh, about goals. But auditing yourself, um, well, this is one, one portion of it, is uh, taking the opportunity to look at what you're doing and where you are and adjust your path accordingly depending on what you see. Uh, I think it this goes well outside of the music business, the music uh, craft. I think self-auditing period in life is a very important skill to cultivate because one of the, I believe, one of the purposes uh, of of life is to to continue to become a better version of yourself. I think that's important for each individual's journey. I also think it's important for the world around you. The world around you benefits from you becoming a better version of you. If you're happier, if you're more fulfilled, if you're more content, you can spread those positive feelings to others around you. So constantly auditing yourself, constantly taking stock of who you are and where you are and what you want and what you believe and what you're doing is very important. Um, and in the context of music and creating, I think it boils down to what Vance says a lot, which is, uh, are you doing what you say you want to be doing? That's kind of like the base level of auditing oneself i believe yeah it's true i uh man i just don't think you can uh see if you are getting any closer to your goal if you don't check the map yeah 
you know, and I think careers and things that you want to do and playing music is a journey. Like there, it's not a one checkpoint thing. Mm-hmm. You know, there are things you stop at along the way, like checkpoints you get to that you will look back on later. Yeah. Uh, that, you know, you'll celebrate those moments and that's great. But it is a long journey and that that's the fun of it is that you're constantly moving and trying to progress forward. But, you know, if I told you to get from Nashville to Ottawa and you only looked at the map one time and then you're like, cool, <laughs> I got this. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you could figure it out. I'm sure there's some smart people that would get there, but like, it'll be a lot faster if like every couple hours you look back at your maps app and you're yeah. like, okay, cool. We're still going the right direction. Or unfold the uh, map quest printed directions. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, the good old days. Yeah. Uh but no, I I think it's important and it's something we wanted to bring up because again, you know, reference the goals episode. Goals are super important. Yeah. Because, you know, that's kind of like the step one of it because if you don't have goals, like you're just kind of aimlessly doing stuff that never actually gets you closer to where you want to be because you don't know where you want to be. But once you have those goals, you know, taking the time to come back and uh evaluate those and check yourself because you know and like put it in some practical context you've got a band you're an artist rapper dj whoever and you know you come say to us we want to put out an ep Mm -hmm. in you know six months perfect if you don't come back in three months and check like okay are we halfway there you know you can't ever you can sneak up and it can be like five months and three weeks from now and all of a sudden you're like oh it's not done we didn't see that coming you know if you're not like actively <laughs> checking that and engaging that <clears throat> and reminding yourself of that end goal and like posting it on your wall you know if like if you want to lose weight for summer and you know bathing suit season because you're going to the beach and you want to show off a six-pack but you don't have a six-pack yet mm-hmm if you're like, I've got two months till I get to the beach, you know, if you come back four months from now and you haven't lost, you know, a single pound and you're trying to lose a certain amount of weight, you probably need to reevaluate what you did for the past four weeks if you actually want to hit that goal. Right. And I, I think the same thing applies to career. You know, you don't have to have all the answers. You don't have to be able to say like, oh, I want to do this, have this many songs, put out this many records, play this many shows, like it's it's great to have big dreams and big goals and like have an outline to move that direction. But if you're not getting closer to it and checking yourself to be like, Oh, this is or isn't working. And it mm-hmm. auditing gives you the power to look back and see, because if you're like, Oh, I actually lost two more pounds than I expected to. Right. Whatever I ate this week was probably healthy (laughs) or what, you know, whatever I changed in my workout is probably beneficial because I got better results this week. So let me try to emulate that so that I can continue to accelerate the same way when you're, whatever that is like, Oh, we tried a new workflow where Mm -hmm. we were like, okay, we're going to schedule our practice. We're not just going to show up and block off four hours and say, we're going to practice, you know, because we want our live show to get better. Yeah. You decide like, oh, well, you know, we spent a lot of time hanging out and just talking and then we got distracted and then, you know, whatever. Maybe next week you come in here like, sweet, we've got four hours mm-hmm. and we have 10 songs 
and break that up over those four hours. So we needed to dedicate this much time to each song. Yeah. And, you know, but we still want to run the full set. So you come in and you're like, all right, we're going to practice each song three times back to back Mm -hmm. to tighten up that song. And you're going to do that through your every single song. And then at the end, you're going to run your entire set. Now, all of a sudden you had a game plan and you're able to see like, oh, by being more intentional, that was better. Okay. Well, number one, you got better. So then next week when you come to practice, you can take that plan a little bit further Mm -hmm. by checking to see what works. Right. And being able to analyze, oh, when we didn't have a plan, we didn't get a lot done. Right. I think, uh, I think too, I'm going to, I'm going to twist it up on you just a little bit here. Um, so this doesn't become goals part two. Um, I think another place where auditing is important is not just forward progress in this, in the turn, in the sense of like goals and things like that. Mm -hmm. I think it's also important to audit yourself personally. Uh, if you're in a band, each of you auditing yourselves personally, uh, I'm speaking more to the individual here in that what what personality traits, what actions or activities might need to be changed or adjusted to further you along your journey in a direction that you want is suitable to you? Example, let's say you really want to uh, join, like become a sideman or something. But you're never getting called. Why? Mm. Let's say you know you have the chops. You're good. Objectively speaking, you're you're a badass. But you're not getting called. Why? You can sit and blame other people. People don't recognize my talent. People don't da 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 da. You can do that and get nowhere. Or you can take a good honest look at what's going on with you. Like it could be something as simple as like when you walk into a room and enter a conversation, like you dominate it and it's annoying for other people. You're too like too overbearing, too loud, something like whatever. How are what look at your interactions with other people? Like how are how are your relationships with people, you know, and then how are your relationships with people you just meet? Like how take an honest look at how you're coming across. Like when you start talking, does everybody go and like, oh, God. Like, can you feel that? If it's palpable, then, like, maybe there's some things you need to change. Like, I think auditing one's interaction with other people is a very important uh, step to becoming better at business and career, period, no matter what you're doing. Because at the end of the day, it's all about relationships. You want to be the best at being in relationships with people as you possibly can. And that means being empathetic, listening, things like that. And if you're not doing those things, the only person you have to blame is yourself. And the only way you can figure that out is if you look within and audit your own interactions with people. I think that's awesome. I also think to take that even a step further, uh, you know, if your goal is to be the greatest that you can be and you really want to know how to improve to people that you, let's take it back to that example. You know, you're a talented musician of X, Y, Z, whatever you do. Mm -hmm. And, but you're not getting called. If you can't find the answer to that, not being scared to ask. Yeah. You know, and there's a right way to go about it that isn't going to be, you know, standoffish or feel like a trap to the other person. 
but pick up the phone and call somebody that you have done gigs with before Mm -hmm. and you know flat out tell them hey i am genuinely trying to grow and try and be better and i feel like i'm i don't know what's wrong but i feel like i'm doing something wrong because i feel like i should be able to stay booked more than i am right now Mm -hmm. and you have worked with me and i respect your opinion in what you do so i'd love to know like what do I do well and what do I not do well? Is there something that I don't see that I'm not aware of that I need to improve on so that this doesn't stay a problem because I want to be great. I want to be involved and I want to be able to continue to work with people. So what would you tell me to improve? What would have made your experience with me better? Dude, that's, that is one of the most important things I think that may have been said on this show so far i mean we've said it before in different ways of like taking advantage of your quote network which is a lame word but take advantage of your relationships but to that end specifically taking advantage of your relationships is crazy important like asking people for their genuine feedback it is one of the toughest things to do Mm -hmm. i suck at it but like amy and i my wife will sometimes like have those conversations of like honestly tell me this thing what am I like what am I not seeing and I've had that with close friends too like people who I know love me and they know I love them and like look you're not going to destroy our friendship obviously we're friends obviously you like me so what am I like on the outside looking in and this specific situation or just in general or whatever, like the, the courage to ask that question is hard to find, but if you do find it and you do ask that question, it is extremely helpful. It is also with that. um, Number one, how you get there. I want to reiterate is super important and coming from a place of humility. If you want people to be honest with you, you got to be ready to hear the, the answer. You can't come in and be like, bro, why'd you stop calling me? Why haven't you booked me? What? Mm. Like, no one has time for that. Everybody has their own life and their own issues. Like, and that's going to be a red flag out of the gate that it's just going to end up being a headache for them. And they're not going to want to deal with that. And they're going to literally just blow you off and say like, ah, there just hadn't been much stuff, man, you know, Mm -hmm. and they're not going to tell you. Yeah. And even further with that, if you're going to be prepared to ask, you even more so have to be prepared to listen. Yeah. If you go in and ask someone because you truly want to know, because you truly want to get better, you really want to find out where am I missing the mark? Listen. Yep. You can't come in and then be like, Hey man, you are a great drummer and you've got that part. But honestly, like the way you interact with people after shows isn't, really a part of our brand you know Mm -hmm. like you're a fun guy and whatever but honestly for the the image we're projecting it's a little much and a little vulgar like Mm -hmm. over the top and just not really what we're trying to put out so you know we like you but that that is why Mm -hmm. you can't immediately be like oh no no no, it's not like that i mean you know like the person that's always like defensive and ready to be like oh no i didn't mean it like that i was trying to say this like no, no no like you came here to find out what the problem was yeah like, if you're not getting called, be prepared to hear. And honestly, like, <clears throat> you shouldn't have a response. You should literally, the only you response you should have, 
to a person that's willing to give you true constructive feedback is thank you. Yeah. I didn't realize that, and I'm glad I can grow from that now. Mm-hmm. Should be the only response you ever have. Yeah. Yeah. And I I also want to reiterate, this is a this kind of conversation is probably best had with only the few closest people in your life. Like, don't if if like uh if a band doesn't hire you, don't go to your point of contact and say, Hey man, why didn't you hire me? Like, that's not that's only gonna get you called even less. <laughs> because that guy's gonna tell his relationships, like, yeah, we didn't hire this guy and then he like got all butthurt about it and came back and just like demanded to know why. So he's a problem. Like, don't don't do that. Um I would I would limit that to a trusted few who you know are going to give you the honest truth and who you are prepared to hear say it. I'd say that's true if it's from a negative experience. Okay. I think another strong thing that can be, even if you're doing okay, like mm-hmm. let's say on a flip side, you're a producer and you know, you're staying relatively booked. Yeah. You're getting to a place where it's paying your bills. I get out in front of the cart I don't think there's anything wrong with once you get done with the project being like, hey, uh, I'm always trying to get better. Mm-hmm. I loved working on this. I had a great time. It felt like it was yeah. a great experience, but I don't ever want to get complacent. So, yeah. you know, you worked with me for the past however many weeks, however, you know, months, whatever. Like, what'd you love? What'd you not love? Yeah. You know, like, yeah. and I think uh, just doing that on a relatively regular basis yep. with people before it's a bad thing even mm-hmm. if they'd call you again like mm-hmm. because if you always want to get better you can always improve on something yep like no matter like you could have a great show and like sports are great about this monday morning tape like yeah, yeah. even if you win the game yeah. you still show up on monday and go through the tape yep and analyze everything that could have been better totally i think this is a great reference like for your band you mm-hmm. could have a great show you know what mm-hmm. like you sold more tickets than you expected. People were engaged. Yeah. Okay. Hopefully you film that because you should always film that. Yeah. But too, like, after you get done hanging out with fans, you know, meeting everybody, thanking people for being there, building relationships, the next day, you all should watch that back. Mm-hmm. Look it in the eyes and be like, cool, everybody had a great time, but what could have been better? Because you don't yeah. ever want to get complacent. I, uh... We were talking about this before the show. I saw a band last night that is uh, from Nashville that have been on the come up. They are on a pretty huge tour right now, but have seen them in the past before they have been starting to break. And they've always been good. And even still, like last night when I saw them, the level that they have elevated to because they have never gotten stagnant. Yeah is unreal like i was i was blown away at how much better a good band got yeah uh and because of that now they're on tour with justin timberlake and you know like you reap the benefits of being the best yep you audit yourself and then you put in the work to make those adjustments 100 percent. yeah i want to uh come back to something you said if you're if you're performing dude always record your show at least every time at least get a board tape but if you can get video that's the best way to do it and we've said that before and we're gonna keep saying that but dude always record the show that is the best way 
to audit yourself and get better. Yep. Eat like even if you're killing it, even if you're absolutely killing it, th- there's always room for improvement. 100%. Even if like if you're at the top of the game, you stay at the top by continuing to get better and continuing to adjust. I have seen A-list artists in arenas make mistakes. Yeah. You know, and like, granted, life happens and no one's perfect and there's always going to be something, but like, they don't make them twice. And and that, <laughs> right. that's the difference. Right. You know, like, everybody's human, something can always happen, mm-hmm. and that is a reality. Yeah. However, whether you make the same mistake twice is on you. Yep. And if you choose to pretend it didn't happen or forget about it because you played for 45 minutes and it was tucked up in there and it didn't seem like anybody else noticed, but you knew in that moment and mm-hmm. you kind of peeked around, you all know what I'm talking about. Like, everybody knows that moment. Yep. Like, you can hide behind that and stay exactly where you are. Or you can face it head on and be like, sweet, I got to practice that 100 more times so yeah. that that never happens again. Yep. <clears throat> That's right. Woodshed it. Mm. Even if it's only between last night and tonight's show, like run through it in your mind or whatever you can do, you know? Dude, that's a powerful thing, man. People underutilize visualizing. Yeah. What was, what was I? I was reading something the other day about like athletes who do that. And uh, I think it was like downhill skiers. Um, there was a coach. I think it was downhill skiers. There's a coach who – one of the techniques he used was making his uh, athletes visualize their race several times the day or night before, visualizing it in their mind, and they would perform like statistically better as a result of that. Just because while you're not doing it with your physical body, you are everything in your mind is in sync. Everything in your mind, it's all working just as it would normally you're internalizing it even more like i mean it really is it makes a huge difference it's powerful for sure yeah it uh well and it'll i don't know the science behind it because i'm not a scientist but (laughs) (laughs) this isn't the science stuff show it's not it's a different show (laughs) go find them (laughs) but i i think it has to do with because like with sports a lot the goal is to train muscle memory Yeah. Like, because you don't want to think because when you are performing at that high of a level, the, you don't have time to consciously think. Correct. You need to have trained enough to where your body knows before your brain has time to think about it, Mm -hmm. uh, what to do in any given situation. That's right. Uh, and how you respond to that given your sport. And I, I think the mental visualizing side helps your brain cohesively, like take those muscle movements to like get those synapses even closer mm-hmm. uh, to where you're never thinking. You're yep. just doing. Yeah. And music's the same thing, man. Like, if you have to think about what chords come in your song, you have not practiced enough. Agreed. If you get on stage, you know, and I'm not, again, if you're a gun for hire, you got thrown in last minute and... That's different. Not the same thing. Yeah, that's If different. you are in a band and you play an instrument in a band that you are an active member in, mm-hmm. and you have to think about the chords or notes... In your song, mm-hmm. you have not practiced nearly, nearly enough. Agreed. Like, you should feel like you blacked out in a show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, that thing that happens when you're driving mm-hmm. and like 10 minutes have gone by and you're like, oh my God, 
I'm I'm still here and you yeah. haven't been thinking about it that like your brain turns off and you just do it. I forget what it's called, but it's the thing. flow state. Yeah. You got to be there with your craft. Mm-hmm. Like I Oh, it even helps to like overload yourself in practice mm-hmm. so that the actual performance seems easy. Absolutely. Comparatively. Like uh I saw like a clip of Steph Curry juggle like dribbling a basketball and like juggling a tennis ball at the same time. Yep. You know? It's like he's never going to have to do that in a game, but in a game simply dribbling the ball is going to feel like a joke compared mm-hmm. to what he does at practice. Yep. So his his motor skills are going to be even more finely tuned and I I think that I mean being a musician is is very much the same as that. Yeah, it I'm you know, it's not really a secret. I'm not a super huge sports ball guy, but I <laughs> sports ball guy. <laughs> but I do love athletes. Yeah. And I I think there's a bit of a disconnect. Yeah. Uh and maybe it is because people don't treat it like a competition and athletes are constantly going against somebody new, so they mm-hmm. to them it feels like a different outcome where mm-hmm. maybe if you're in a band you feel like it's the same set. But I don't feel that way. I feel like every audience is a new competition to win that, and you should always go in with a desire yeah. to win that. But the amount of dedication they have to, and you've talked about this before, like the 1% better. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not like, oh, like 95 is good enough. Yeah. They're like, no, no, no. I can never settle because mm-hmm. the other top five guys in my sport are never settling. And the second that I slow up, yeah, I don't like you're off the throne. They're man. gone. Yeah, and you know, I I think bands, especially like again that band I saw last night, was a reflection of that. Yeah, it is literally the tightest band I have seen in a long time. Damn, you're. I mean, you're talking about. So the difference between somebody at the ninetieth percentile and somebody at the fiftieth percentile is, of course, very huge. Yes. The difference between somebody at the 95th percentile and the 90th percentile is also huge. Yes. You're talking, you're also talking about like when you get to arena level, internationally marketed artist or band status, the difference in quality there is half a percent Mm -hmm. from A to B. So you're playing with a very finite margin. Same with athletes. At that level, the difference between taking home a ring and not is minuscule. For sure. And so you have to show up to get half a percent better. Otherwise, you don't go home with the trophy. You don't go home with the Grammy. You don't get the tour. You don't get the whatever. Yeah, and to be fair, showing up's not enough. Uh, You have to actively put in the effort to improve. Man, like, even... On the arena level, like, there are bands that I have seen that I've seen it go both ways. Mm -hmm. I have seen bands that were opening up for huge A-list artists because they got on the tour and made me a believer in that moment because they weren't just like, oh, I got here and I get to be in this room. Yeah. They came in and still were like, wow, we got in the door. Now we have to earn it. Yep. And that made me a believer in their band and a fan. And I've seen other people that just showed up because you know, managed to have the right people on the team Mm -hmm. that opened the door. They had one song that was doing okay at the time that the tour was happening. So they got to come along 
and I will refuse to listen to them. Yeah. Because, you know, just sucked. Yeah. Like, just because you got in an arena doesn't mean you're good. Yeah. You get to an arena by being great. Yep. It also doesn't mean you deserve it forever. No. Like, once you get to the top, it doesn't mean you deserve to stay there forever. Dude, one-hit wonders, man. Yeah. Like, oh, I had one great song. That's enough. And sure, like, you'll probably make money off that till you die. Sure. As a novelty. Yeah. But is that what you really, like, nobody wants to be a novelty. Mm -mm. People accept it because they're like, well, it's better than nothing. Yep. No, man. Be great. Constantly be great. Keep going. Like. Yep. That's right. And you have, and the way to do that is to audit yourself. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You got to, you, you have to be honest with yourself too. make sure like the very basic place to start is like, are you prepared to be honest with yourself? Are you prepared to address whatever it is you might find either through your own introspection or through conversations with others? You got to be prepared to accept the results and then act upon them. There's, there's several steps there, uh, but auditing yourself is a very, very important part of reaching your goals, of reaching the career milestones you want to achieve, and just being like happier in your life. Yep, improving who you are. Yeah. So, highly recommend. Five stars would do again. <laughs> 10 out of 10 oh man what do you think I mean you know I we could beat it into the ground but I I think that is the greater point of like take the time care about care about the long game enough yeah you know like really that is the big picture that it comes from like think longer than this very moment think longer than six months from now mm-hmm. think about the fact that even if you don't know what your legacy is going to be, that's okay. Like, you don't have to have those answers. Yeah. Like, you're not dead yet. It's okay. Yeah. But operating in a way that allows you to build a legacy, regardless of what direction that goes, mm-hmm. comes by constantly being the best version of you that you can be. Yep. Amen. That's all I got. Me too. See you guys next Thursday. Thanks for listening. Hey, guys. Thanks again for listening to the show today. As always, you can find show notes and links from our episode on our website at themusicstuffshow.com. Also, please, please, please uh, connect with us. If there's ever any questions, any ways that we can help, you can find us all over social media at Music Stuff Show. You can also find myself and Tom personally all over the interwebs. I am at V-A-N-C-E-F-I-T-E, and Tom is at T-O-M-D-U-P-R-E-E-I-I-I. All over social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, anywhere you want to connect. uh, The show is here for you, so any way that we can make your life a little bit better and get you closer to your dreams of your career in the music industry, we want to be a part of. We'll see you guys next Thursday.